Welcome, punters, to the racing monologue with two people. The duologue, the monologue, whatever you want to call it. You're here, so we're going to keep the name. With me, as always, is our master analyst. Be careful how you pronounce that. It's Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going, mate? Mate, doing really well. Doing really well. How did we go last week? We got a few winners. A few winners. Yeah. It started probably more promising than it ended. I think the eye is in at the moment, and we've got a good meeting at Gold Coast mm. that we're covering in this podcast as a lead-up to the ma- the real stuff in the Magic Millions next week, and we're also covering Sandown, uh, which will be on another podcast, so tune into that. Spot on. Hopefully some winners. There's good tracks, so that's always a good start for the punters. And yeah, there's some nice horses running around. Beautiful. And, you know, starting strong and finishing poorly is pretty much how every relationship I've ever had has <laughs> run. So nothing if not consistent. Let's get straight into it. We are on the Gold Coast. Next week's going to be the big one, the Magic Millions. But this is a really juicy, juicy card. How's, how's weather conditions? I think it's all pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it is sweet. I mean, the tracks are a soft six, but they've obviously put a little bit of mm. water on it early in the week. It's going to be pretty warm. Later in the week, the rail's true. Gold Coast is a bit of a tricky track. You don't sort of want to be on the inside, particularly in the straight. So I'd be looking for horses to hook out uh, and get to the middle of the track and probably further out as, as the day goes on. And even if we look for, look forward to next week i think they'll just keep getting further and further off the track fantastic all right well, we might as well get stuck straight into it mate we'll start with the first race not a bad place to start i'm tipping it's over 1200 meters the magic millions maiden plate our favorite at 330 is bel-air the fresh prince get your horse's name out of my mouth avebury <laughs> avebury is coming in at 440 they're basically standalone because the rest is all double figures. Uh, is there a reason these two are so short compared to the rest? Yeah, that's probably all we need to talk about, to be honest. I mean, this is a maiden, mm. so obviously none of them have won a race. Mm. And these horses, are I think they've particularly been targeted this race, and that's a fine line. As the, In the lead-up, you don't want to actually win a race, and it, it's easier said than done sometimes when you're running these weak maidens. So I'm going to be tipping Belair, the favourite. I think, in particular, it's a real set play by the camp, uh, the Friedman camp, various shoot. They went first up at Sandy and over 1,300 metres and they didn't have the blinkers on on that occasion and it just got run down late. That race rated really well. It was beaten by a horse trained by Jer- Jerome Hunter and the Jerome Hunter camp is absolutely flying at the moment. They're very hard to beat. So right. I expect that form to hold up. It's got aft cabin form, which we all know that's very strong. Benny Malum sticks and most importantly, the blinkers go on here. So they left the blinkers off first up. The blinkers back on. Maps really well. Justin behind the leaders has had a trial in between the as first up run and this run. And I think it's absolutely primed to to win this race. So I'm with Belair. The other horse that you talked about in the betting was Avebury. It comes out of the same trial as Belair, but just hasn't had a run this time in. J-Mac takes the ride. I can understand why there's been a little bit of market support, but I expect them to get a little bit further apart in the market as we get closer to the race. Belair has got the uh, extra race under its belt, should have a bit of fitness, drawn a nicer gate, drawn to get a nicer run. So I expect Belair to shorten up. I think Avery will be a little bit soft in the market, and I think the others in the market are deservedly uh, double figures and, and better. So I'm with Belair, pretty confident. I think it'll be hard to beat. Sensational. What a great way to start the day. 21 runners in that race. A little bit different to the Sandown card that we've already covered. If you want to dive over and have a listen to that one, punters, Get it all on mintsports.com.au or get the Mintbet app vibrating in your DAX. Race two, we're diving over over 1,100 metres. We've got the favourite at number eight, Royal Entrance. Tip and it's not out the back. Quasimodo at 310. Chrysawa, brother of Pegasus, if you know your mythology, at 480. Limero at nines, double figures the rest. 
And my name's Sonny, and your son is named Sonny, and there's a horse called Sunny Days. Oh, it's pretty close, but it could well be our early omen. <laughs> it is spelt my sunny way, so... Uh, That's true, the correct um, way. It's probably more an omen for me. Yeah. This is weak, this race. So these are two-year-old horses that are mm. trying to get into the big race next week. The big two-year-old Magic Moon is worth a couple of million dollars. It's just it's come up really weak. Uh, it's been a really good lead-up to the Magic Moons in the past where trainers like to run their horses this week back up into the big one and it's proved to be quite effective but I just don't know if there's enough scope in these horses to be able to do that but uh, it hasn't stopped the trainers trying. Royal Entrance is the obvious favourite. I think it'll it'll firm up as the favourite. It's $2.80 at the moment. Led all the way at Warwick Farm. J-Mac goes on board. Went inside standard on that run. So you can understand why the market's going towards it and the other reason is because Quasimodo I think is a really soft second favourite it's about three dollars in the market it ran well at Wyong, but it was 50 to one on that occasion you expect it to take three dollars here it's going to get back in the run i just can't see any way the market uh, comes towards this horse so i expect it to drift considerably from the three dollars at the moment christ the aura if uh, is the horse you mentioned as well mm. it had every chance last start at doom but i just think it lacks a little bit of the quality of the favorite royal entrance i'm not having a bet here i do think the favorite will firm up but i just still don't consider it a bet. I just don't think there's enough you know, exposed form to really label that horse as a bet. So I'm staying out here. I do think Quasimodo is a really good lay at that current price of $3. Oh, that's good to know. It's all right. We've already got a win through Bel Air anyway in the first. So we'll dive over to race three. Another decent size field for this 1100 metre sprint. This dash for cash. The top weight's our favourite. Skirt the law. In bright pink at 320, Excelsior at 360, just glamorous at 480. She's a rogue at seven. Then it blows out 15 to one and greater the rest. Yeah, it's worth noting one of the horses in the market. Just glamorous is an emergency. So the last five horses in the field are emergencies. So. I'm I'm hoping Just Glamorous gets a run here because I think this is the bet in the race. It's got a huge jockey change. It was an absolutely horrendous ride last start where it jumped almost in front and then it was snagged back to last, over-raced a little bit, still ran home really well. It's just not the way you want to ride these Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott horses. So good jockey change here. Uh, up to 1,100 metres suit. So I expect if they get a run in this, they'll they'll push forward from barrier six and be hard to beat. So I'm with Just Glamorous. It is worth noting Skirt of Law, the favourite. I, I, this is a great lay, in my opinion. $2.70 at the moment. has been beating absolute walkers. Mm. has run no time. I think this is a, this is the day it gets shown up as, as a horse who doesn't have a hell of a lot of ability, even though visually it's been quite impressive to the eye. So it's about to get shown up. And I think XL Dior has its limitations as well. It, yeah, I expect those two horses in particular to drift considerably in the market if this just glamorous gets a run as an emergency i, th- I expect uh, just glamorous to challenge for favoritism if it does get a run she's a rogue obviously showing a little bit of ability but and the blinkers go on first time but i think this is a lot harder than its last start wins so current price six dollars i expect it to drift a little bit particularly if just glamorous gets a run in the field bit of a two-pronged moron question here just glamorous when will we know if it's getting a run and if you think it's going to firm, is it worthwhile getting in on fixed odds now, knowing that if it doesn't race, you still get your money back? The scratchings come out at 8am on race morning, so by then we'll know whether it's got to run. But yeah, gotcha. current price $4, $4.40, the, the, it changes uh, depending on where you bet with. Um, but yeah, I'd suggest locking that price. So yep. It's the definite firmer in the race for mine. And I'd suggest getting on the Mintbet app and having a chat with Minty. You might even be able to bump it up a couple of cents if you play nice. Who knows? Let's go to race four. Now, this is a proper dash for cash. This is nine 
800 metres. Does it get shorter than this? Oh, they have 800 metre races, but not they do. Not in town. Yeah, righto, out in the sticks. Righto, our favourite here is the Bopper. Just don't have a trifecta with Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. We've got <laughs> La Palmiere at 440, Streaker at 6, Remlaps Gem at 9. I've just noticed there's another one, a horse at 18 to 1 called Simply Fly. Probably wouldn't be pairing that in a 1-2 finish with the big bopper either. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a recipe for disaster, that, isn't it? Let's start with the bopper. I can't believe how short this price is. Uh, this horse is. Like $2.30 mm. we're talking. This is pretty tight in the market. We, we've seen this horse a lot and we know what the bopper is and it needs everything to go its way. It obviously won pretty well at the Sunshine Coast last start over 1000 but drops to 900 metres. I don't think that suits. Barrier 13, where's it going to get in the run? Probably have to go back from that gate, get a little bit of cover. I just can't see how you could possibly back the bopper. The Palmier is probably the percentage play in this race. You just know from barrier one, they're going to be positive. It's got good early speed. It's probably going to be the likely leader, but it does have its limitations. Maybe the horse that I was thinking of was Remlap's Gem up the top. It's a real genuine 900 metre horse. Top weight, I'm not worried about that. It shouldn't matter over the 900. It's just going to keep rolling from that uh, wide gate. I do like these on-pace horses drawn wide, so Remlap's Gem, probably the one for mine at $9. You could have something on each way, but there's a real lack of confidence about this race. The only confidence I have is that I think the, the bopper is under the odds. Well, that's good to know. Remlap's Gem, well and truly in the frame, and you can get over about 260 for the place, so not a bad little thing to nibble at there. Let's dive over to another sprint-ish at 1,200 metres. This one's labelled the dubious first yearlings. Jeez, you wouldn't be happy with that, would you? Dubious. They've all had runs and everyone's going, eh, not too sure about this mob. So Let's put them in a dubious first yearlings. So dubious is the name of a horse? It's, name, it's the name of a stallion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fair nickname. <laughs> How's your form? Oh, dubious. Well, we'll go into the market then. So we've got number two, Hidden Wealth at 310. Junquira, I'm going to go for at 340. Busting at fours. And then it's just double figures after that. And there's a fair few running. Yeah, and let's just talk about the horses in single figures. I think that's where the race ends. Obviously, Hidden Wealth is the current favourite, $3.10. Couldn't have been a more impressive last start. But goes to 1,200 metres for the first time, which I think is a query. Can't really fault it in terms of times. It's ran pretty good time, but... Just going to 1,200 metres, drawing this wide gate. They'll obviously have to push forward. Don't know how far forward they'll go, but current price, $3.10. I think that's a little skinny, and I'll get to the reasons why as we go on. And the other horse who I think is really skinning the market is Busting. He has done absolutely nothing on the clock. Obviously, won impressively on both occasions visually, but if they're not backing it up on the on the clock, I don't want anything to do with it. Current price, about $3.80 average across the market. I reckon you're get, going to get $6 plus about that horse as we get closer to the race. I can't see any reason how the market is going to trend towards busting. But the horse I'm tipping, and I think the horse that the market will come towards is Junquira. Yep. J-Mac on board. Really good run first up at Warwick Farm. That was just a tune-up for this race. I expect him to ride it a little bit warmer from this nicer gate. And going back to its debut run, completely busted the clock. So Junquira's got the data on the board. It's visually impressive. It's got J-Mac, John O'Shea absolutely flying at the moment. It's got Map. Uh, the map should suit. 1,200 metres will suit compared to the uh, the other horses in the market. So Junquira, $3.40. I expect it to challenge for favouritism over Hidden Wealth. So I would be interested to see what the market does. But that's the that's the way I expect the market to trend is towards the number nine Junquira. Sensational. Good stuff all around. So we dive into race six now, the 1,300 metre Magic Millions Rising Stars. Our favourite is Olentia. 
which I believe is a smell or a scent, something to do with the olfactory senses. Bella Rouge is 650. That favourite Alentia is pretty short at 180, so we'll have to have a bit of a chat about that. Latakia, for the fans of the aromatic Turkish smoking tobacco, is at eight bucks, and Coco Rocks at tens. Do we like this favourite? Yeah, we do. I'm not sort of labelling it as a bet, but I will go through why this is a nice horse you know we talked about in the previous race the horses that looked impressive but didn't back it up on the clock this has done both so it's got it's run time it's won by space it's visually looked great it's got everything on the board it's got a really nice racing pattern i expected to just be in behind the leaders a dollar 85 it's probably on a little on the skinny side but i can't see how it uh, gets to black figures at all so if you do like a, a Lentia, I, I wouldn't be worried about taking a dollar eighty-five. I think that's about the right price. Obviously, there's a little bit of movement in the market. We're sitting at one hundred and twenty-four percent at the moment. It'll probably get down to one hundred and eighteen. So there's a little bit of room to move for it, but it might. It'll just be a little bit of a, a move in the market, not too great. So a dollar eighty-five, wouldn't be afraid to lock in that price. Of the rest, Ballarouge, I think, is probably about the right price. I think this is the legitimate danger to the favourite, the the stable mate. It's probably the class runner in the race. J-Mac goes on board. I think the market's going to trend towards J-Mac for most of the day, given he is the best jockey in the country. And current price, $7. I think it could firm up to $5.50, $6 as we get close to the race. And probably the weakness in the market is Latakia down the bottom, currently about $8. I expect to see double figures about this horse. It was a big drifter in betting last start. Failed. I can't see how they rescue the campaign after that. I think it needs to go for a spell. So, uh, Alenti is a nice horse. I'm just not labelling it a bet in this race, Sonny. Just a little too skinny for our liking, but should probably get the chocolates. We move on to race seven, where number 10, Resonator. Just pips spiritualised for favouritism. Then we've got West of Africa, RNT, I Am Lethal, and Daytona, all around that six and seven mark. Do you reckon there's a bloke between the ages of 35 and 45, who has not played Daytona at least once in their <laughs> life. It would have to be the most successful arcade game ever, wouldn't it? Like, it's huge. My mate used to have one in his garage. You're joking. But then it didn't work and it just ended And how up... is single life going for him? <laughs> <laughs> mate, he was the most popular kid in school. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been until everyone found drugs and women. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here, do you reckon? This is impossible, surely. I am going to have a bet, yep, but not with a hell of a lot of confidence. Just, geez, that's what we want to hear. <laughs> the market's pretty. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give my reasons why I want to have a bet, but yeah, the market has pretty much got it right, and it's such a flat market. The market doesn't know which horse to trend towards. The favourite resonator. I mean, I can understand why it's favourite. It's on the back up. It's got J Mac, but it's both its wins been on heavy track. It's definitely not going to get a heavy track on Saturday. It started twenty to one last start. That's probably a little bit of a slow on it as well. Blinkers go on. That's a positive, but it's such a wide open field. I don't want to be labelling it. The horse. I wanted her back was R&T. It's a good jockey change. K-Mac goes mm. on board. The class runner in the race. And I just think it's advantage at the 1300 a bit more compared to a few others in the market. I don't think spiritualized will particularly enjoy the 1300 metres. I don't think West of Africa dropping back from 1600 metres will appreciate the 1300 metres. I just think R&T, good little tune-up last start, gets the senior jockey on board. And yeah, it's the current price, $6.50. You can back it at each, each at an each-way price and get a really good run for your money. Just needs a little bit of cover from that wide gate. That's the only sticking point with this horse, but it's probably built into the price. Does R&T stand for anything I should know of, or is it just a weird name? <laughs> oh, mate, you can use your imagination, but um, I don't know. I, really? Oh, God. I, I, right. I don't oh, know how... God. 
I don't know how it got past the uh, the naming committee. Past the stewards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, answers on a postcard, guys. RNT. You do the maths. All right. We've got race eight over 1,800. Our favourite. This is another tough one to pick. Our favourite is Thalassophile. Are you a Thalassophile, Benny? I don't, know, I don't know what that is. What is that? A thalassophile. Actually, it's pretty apt for someone running on the Gold Coast. It's someone who loves the sea, someone who's drawn to the ocean. Did you look that up or was that... Read off? a book once, mate. <laughs> Read a book once. <laughs> don't tell anyone. I've got, an, I've got a reputation to uphold. So we've got the, the sea-loving thalassophile on the Gold Coast. Surely that's an, a link. But my Oman bet is in this one. I'm going back to the well of Ashgrove. At about 6.50, where I went to school. After that, we've got the tautologically named Cunning Fox. Don't think you can be a fox without being cunning. We've got Deficit at 7.50, Tyresa at 9s, Ghost Rider, the pattern is full, at 11. And then it's pretty much drifting out there. But yeah, this is another tough one, isn't it? It is tough, but I do think... I've got some clarity on this race. And I do think that if the Lassophile, is that how you say it? Yes, if, it is. If it gets a run, it is going to start a, a hot favourite. I, I do think... Uh, it is second emergency at the moment. No jockey at the moment as well, so I'm not sure if it's entered elsewhere. But I do think if if okay. it if it gets a run, it'll be the one to beat. Just needs a couple of scratchings and it gets in. I think Ashgrove's are, particularly if the the Lassifold gets a run, is a weakness in the market. Didn't run any time last start. Up in grade. Tyrese's got its limitations. Got 51 kilos, but I just don't know if it's going to help help it. The Cunning Fox, I can understand that you, you'd want to back it. It's got right you are form from down in Melbourne, which is a different form line. Um, that form line's reasonably strong at the moment. And then this race is weak. I mean, if this if this uh, Thalassophile doesn't get a ro- uh, run in the race, it's awfully weak. So anything could win this race. But yeah, I, I think this is a race we're going to have to wait till race day, have a look at the scratchings and reassess. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really hoping that this uh, number 15 Thalassophile does get a run. So if the scratchings come out at 8am on race day, is that when we find out who the jockey is as well? How long can you be riderless? Yes, yeah. As soon as the scratchings come out, they'll put a jockey on it. But I suspect James McDonald would ride it if if there was only needed one more to get scratched. I reckon Waller might scratch head of state and give Thalassophile a run. And that would free up James McDonald. Sure, J-Mac would dive in. Ah, okay. That's how I see it unfolding. I really do hope it gets a run because I think it's a good bet. I want to put five bucks on that happening now, just so I've got the inside running. That feels great. <laughs> uh, I do think it'll shorten up from that quote. That's a, that's a good price at $4.60 at the moment. Okie dokes. Nice to know. Now, we end the card on race nine over the awkwardly lengthed 14.25 metre race. I'm assuming we're going to leave this one alone. This could be a tough one as well. Our favourite at the moment, I'll probably mispronounce this, is Warrior Falls. Yeah, Warrior Falls. It's, Let's go with that. It's probably somewhere in New Zealand, is it? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. So who really cares if we get it wrong? Rockamora is at 460. Ventura Ocean at 650. Indispensable at 8. Montenegro Man around 8, 850. And Sir Rocket is the only other one in single figures. Are we leaning towards J-Mac again? No, I am the nard about it. I do understand mm. why it's come up favourite. Obviously, J-Mac going on board. Second up, I just think it might be one run short. It's gone to 1,400 here. When it was 13.50 first up, I just think third up over the mile will be the set play. So I expect it to be hard to beat next start. The horse I'm going to tip here is indispensable, number seven. I just think it's got the alternate form on it. It ran behind the bopper over eleven uh, over 1,000 metres last start. Goes to 1,400 metres. A little bit of an unusual prep, but it does run well over this sort of distance range. It should be peaking third up. I just think that price of $8 is quite generous. 
generous. So I'm thinking it's the it's the horse to to back in this race. Indispensable. You can back that at each way and each way price. I just got queries over Rock and More. It, it started nine dollars first up. Expected to take four dollars forty here. It looks unders. Ventura Ocean. I'm not sure how well it's going. It looks unders at six dollars. And Sir Rocket. It does have a good record at the track, but I, don't, I worry about it at fourteen hundred. Uh, meters i just don't think it's really strong at this distance so i'm with indispensable i think it's a little bit of a left field selection and i'm happy to take that price of the eight dollars i love when you go left field benny i love it it seems like a pretty tough day to pick but with toughness comes value so we might be able to go each way and recoup some of those placings if they come in could also be a day for jmac on the jockey challenge because there's a few of him with favoritism oh for sure he's going to ride a few winners i mean the market trends towards him all the time but he's still he's still beating mm. the market at the moment so the market's not getting his horses short enough they just keep backing him keep backing him but there's a there's a reason they do that and he's clearly the best jockey in australia there's a reason they trend towards the best and there's a reason things are favorites doesn't matter what they pay as long as they pay let's run through the card the first the blinkers are back on bel-air so we're back on bel-air the second is too much of a weak field. We're going to shoulder arms to that. Now, if the emergency in race three, Just Glamorous, gets a run, we're going to get on that and we're going to lay the favourite. Speaking of favourites, race four, the favourite, the bopper. The big bopper's just a bit too short. But we like the idea of Remlap's gem a little bit each way. Race five, Junquira, probably mispronouncing that, has got J-Mac on board and that's good enough for us. Race six, Alentia is good, but under two bucks at the moment, so just keep an eye out there. Race seven is far too tough. R&T each way isn't too shabby. Number eight, if it gets a run, drawn to the Gold Coast Ocean is Thalassophile. Race nine, the favourites one run short, so we're on indispensable each way, and that's all. Yeah, and... I think it's a, it's worth noting. I think do think this is a really good betting card. They are big fields, but I think they are quite thin in regards to how many chances they are. And I think if I had to label a best bet, it would be Belair. I couldn't split Belair. Just get and Gl- just glamorous is two really good bets. So I think we can get the money early. Then we can play with the winnings and um, sort of back them at each way prices as we get further into the card. But Belair will be a good way to start the day. Fantastic stuff, and you heard it here first. All right, that's the Gold Coast meet. If you haven't already heard our sand down podcast jump on over and click play on that one if you have thanks hopefully there's some winners in the mix get on over to mintsports.com.au get on over to mintbet.com.au download the apps rate subscribe it does help i'm not sure how but apparently it does until next time though best of luck punters and stay mint benny good luck punters thank you